0: Heyo, uh, hold up. What do you mean you don't listen to podcasts?
1: It'd be a lot
2: cooler if you did.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Be More Talkative Podcast with your host, TBK, the Baltimore Kid. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Be More Talkative podcast. I am your host, TBK or the Baltimore Kid. In a world today where the human connection and conversation seem to be a foreign concept, your boy's just trying to bring people back together, get them talking. Today, we got a very special episode. I got a lot of guests, a lot of things to get through. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of opinions, but you know what? That's the whole point of it. Today, we got my man coming back on the show, Mr. Peter Richards, my friend, my homie, all the way across the other side of the pond or wherever you want to put them at. Mr. Kieran Mitchell, also known as Beans on Toast on the show for the very first time. Miss Brandy, also known as Flames and the ever lovely Miss Shadow. Everybody, how the fuck are you?
3: Oi, oi, I'm great. I'm great. Good, good. Hello. Hello, hello, listeners.
0: So guys, uh, this episode is pretty much as last minute as last minute can be. So I can't tell you how the episode's gonna go, but I'm sure we're gonna have a great time. Spooky season is literally right around the corner. How you guys feel about it? Are you excited for it? Or now that we're what we're all close to our 30s or in our 30s. Does it still hit you the same way? Do you still care about it as
2: much? Or is it just another day?
4: Every day is spooky day. It doesn't matter how old you are.
2: Facts. I second that motion.
4: Exactly. Exactly. Every day in Halloween like is no different to us. Best
2: season.
4: Best season. It's just like certain day everybody decides they just want to get involved and take away all pumpkins. <laughs> Assholes.
0: So, do you guys feel at all that, like, especially with Halloween, I feel like it's really one of those, one of those seasons, one of those holidays that really gets rushed. Like I've said it before in one of my other podcasts. Like it feels like. As soon as Halloween comes around, they start putting out Christmas decorations. They start putting yeah. out Thanksgiving <laughs> decorations. Like, it's they, they can't wait to start selling other things and just move Halloween as fast as they can.
3: No, nope, nobody wants to do Christmas. It's all about
2: Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it all the
4: money grabbing season. Like, wait, we've got free seasons coming up. Let's grab the pound.
2: Oh, dollars. Sure. Well, no, it's because Christmas makes the most money so halloween gets put on the back burner when really halloween it should be the spotlight but, yeah. right
0: well i mean as you guys i'm sure you guys know that towards the end of the year right is absolutely what can be described as a cash grab because you've got you've got halloween you've got thanksgiving you've got black friday you've got you know christmas and then right afterwards you have new years
4: so Don't forget about I'm sorry. Yeah, Boxing
1: Day. Right. we have Boxing Day, over and, the,
0: and then you have Boxing Day. Absolutely, you know. So, I mean, a lot of people during this time experience, you know, seasonal depression, and for a lot of people, getting through these next couple seasons is really tough. How do you guys? How do you guys deal with the seasons? With you know, things being so expensive these days. Or do you kinda just go, you know what, this is a part of my childhood. This is my thing.
1: Do you know what? You couldn't oh. have worded it any better, really, when it comes to that, because you know, after Halloween, I'm I'm done with the rest of the year. Like the way I see it though, I don't know how other people feel, but obviously, you know, people are gonna have their opinions. But in my opinion, Christmas is for like the younger generation and you know, the toys, you know, things oh. like that. That's the way I see it, in my opinion, anyway, but I'm not a big Christmas person, if I'm being honest. But I absolutely love
2: Halloween.
4: Me and Flamesy I... are on the boat, though, aren't we Flamesy? Like, we we're prepared. In... <laughs> we're
2: made with Christmas shopping. Like, instead of everybody who, like, last minutes it, and they're over here, like, very stressed out and very chaotic, and they don't know what to do, and they can't get what they want, it's already sold out, or it's super expensive... We've already literally gotten it. She's actually already wrapped hers. I'm just waiting for my wrapping paper because I bought it through my kids' fundraisers, being smart and supportive of my children while having wrapping paper for all these presents that's in my closet. And I have no room in my closet because they're all in there.
4: And you know what that means? We can enjoy the spooky season. When it comes to Christmas, we can sit there, we can chill and laugh. At everybody run into the store for last-minute gifts and food, and we'll be at home with a nice drink or whatever we're having—wine, whiskey, whatever. Laughing, we'll be like, "Yeah, we did this three months ago. You called us stupid, but so look who's fucking up now!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? You know, and, there, and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with staying ahead of the game because this season um while it's while it's meant to bring out the best in people can absolutely bring out the worst stores turn into mad houses people don't exactly get you know along with family members there's always there's always that little bit of sense of dread but um it, it's all on how you know what kind of headspace you're in how you want to maneuver it so what kind of people are you guys are are you the are you the, it's better to give than receive, or are you on the other end where it's like, fuck that shit,
1: gimme.
2: (laughs) I'm a giver.
3: Yeah, I'm a giver. Yeah, I'm a giver as well.
4: I'm the five gift rule mom. Like, it might sound really stingy to a lot of people, but for me, like the holidays is more about the memories and like going places and like building up all those memories. Cause in 10 years, if I say to my kids, what did I buy you for Christmas 10 years ago? They'll be like, well, I don't know. But if I say, well, what did we eat? Where did we go? Who did we see? I know they'll be able to tell me on the fly and they'll be able to tell those memories for years. So gift rule is something to wear, something to do, something to read. Etc. So they'll always get five gifts off me each because all the other family members just buy a load of fucking junk that's going in the loft anyway. So I have the five gift rule. Some people say, hey, you're really stingy. And I'm just like, no, I just get them what I know they're going to use and that's not going to end up under the bed. You know? I'd rather they look back and be like, yeah, I used to eat this. I used to go to this place. My auntie used to come and visit me and she had the biggest smile and she always wore the same red dress, sort of thing. Because they won't remember a gift. I don't remember what I got 20 years ago when I was a fucking kid, you know? The only thing I remember is my magic eight ball. But that's because I spent like every day like going, am I going to get my pocket money early? Or am I going to get my favorite candy today? Oh, I miss that thing.
0: So (laughs) so, So for you, it's more about creating memories than it is receiving things.
4: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's fair. Cause you know, you, yeah absolutely, you can't, you can't put a price on memories.
4: You can't, I don't care. Like all these other moms that I know it's like, oh my God, i spent like three grand on this one child. I'm just like, why, why we're, we're all living in a crisis right now where we can hardly afford anything and you're wasting money. Like, was your kid smiling all the way through Christmas or was they sat in the corner to being told to shut up to play with their new toy? Like, like, seriously, what did you do?
3: <laughs> sure. I'm the same way. Like, I don't buy my kids presents. We go, like my daughter, we go to an anime convention every around Christmas because there's always a big one at the end of the year. So we go to that. Me and my son will go Christmas lights, looking around at churches and stuff. Like, we don't we do not do presents. It's pointless. If I buy yeah, them shit throughout I, the year, anyways.
4: If I call you daddy, can I come to the anime conventions?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. easy. I'm easy not say easy no. sell. <laughs> yeah. Easy sell.
0: Yeah. So but I yeah. mean, no, I agree. I I know. I know. For me, um, this year, I now I know for quite a few people. Again, the the holidays like Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. It's not about the presents. It's not about the food. It's about family, right? But, and I wanna get your guys' opinion on this. Now, if you were in my family or you, if I were to say this to you this year, how would you take it? Now, I have my reasons behind it, but I wanna get your guys' opinions because it's kind of gotten mixed, mixed emotions here. Um, last year, around Thanksgiving, I cooked the entire Thanksgiving meal completely by myself. And I was very, very sick. I found out that while I was cooking, you know, not long after I had a very, very, very bad case of bronchitis, Um, but here I am slaving away in the kitchen, cooking for everybody. And I don't think I received outside of my, my fiance, a single thank you from anybody that I had cooked for. So this year, I literally said to her, "I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not entertaining this year. I'm not having anybody over. Uh, I will cook for you guys, and that is it." So, the reason I ask is because I've had a bunch of people go, "Oh, dude, that's not right. They're your family. You know, that's what the holidays are for." But the way I see it is, is if I'm sitting here doing all this for you, and the least. That I would expect out of you as a thank you, and I couldn't even get so much as that. Um, I mean, how would how would you guys feel about it? Would you be like, ah, oh, you know, it's okay, it, it is what it is. Everybody was caught in the moment, or would you be like, nah, nah? If you if you if if I can spend all my time doing this for you, and you can't give me that little bit, then you stay at your own house this year.
2: I mean, I feel like that's definitely one of those like 50s because there's obviously like two sides to every story. But in my opinion, I honestly feel like it's the appreciation and the respect, family or not. Like, one, you were severely sick, which thankfully you're not now. But you were severely sick. You made all of this food. Nobody appreciated the fact that you were sick and that you made all this food. No one took the time to say thank you. Like, I know for me, I'm very family oriented. It's all about family. But anybody who's ever cooked, I make sure to let them know, like, I'm like, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for this food. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. If I'm the one doing it, I just expect the same respect. And if somebody can't do that, I'm not gonna hold it against anybody where they're like, I'm not gonna do it this year because you don't respect me as a person, as a family member. And you're not appreciating the fact that I did all of this. I didn't ask for you to make anything. I didn't ask you to do anything. I just asked you to show up so we could eat as a family and you can't have that little bit of appreciation and respect for me. No, thank you. You don't need to do that again. But again, that's going to be one of those subjects where it's like a 50-50 because they're going to be like, oh, it should be a given that you know that I'm thankful and appreciate you. But there's a difference. Yes, you know, but it's nice to hear, especially when you're sick and slaving away over all this food and they can't even just look at you and say, hey, thank you so much for this. I appreciate this. Like Mm -hmm. when we have Thanksgiving, we do the question game. Because we want to make, it's not just about the food. It's about the memories and the questions and spending time together. So we'll do that. What are you thankful for this year? What did you do above and beyond that you feel that you helped somebody else? What do you think you can improve on? Little things like that. So I think they did you dirty. But other people are going to say that you should have known that they came. That's them saying thank you. But there's a difference.
0: I've had people go, well, they showed up. You know, They could not have showed up at all. You know, and you would have made a bunch of food for nobody. Okay, I'm glad you showed up. And obviously the food was good. They all ate it. But like you said, it's that little simple, hey, I appreciate you for doing what you did.
3: It's the same thing as just saying compliments to the chef. Yeah. I mean, I'm 31, and as long as I can remember, it's only been me, my mom, my dad, my brother, and now my kids. That's all we've ever had because... Nobody else ever wanted to show up, but we never really asked because if you're going to show up, you're going to show up. If not, then we're not going to force you, you know, and just spend time with who wants to spend time. Yeah. That's just the way we've always been.
0: I mean, one thing, one thing that I've definitely noticed is ever, you know, since I've gotten older, I, I tell my fiance a lot of the time I'm like, don't go above and beyond on these holidays anymore because Either A, nobody comes, B, nobody appreciates, or C, you know, we're left with a bunch of, of food or or whatever the case may be, and it, it, it feels like, I don't know, it's sad, but it feels like a waste of time.
3: Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, you just, you spend time with who wants to spend time with you. If they don't want to, and they feel like they're forced to be there, then just tell them where the door is. Like, it's supposed to be meant to be with people that you love and cherish and if they don't want to be there then don't let them be there and if they're yes. not going to be appreciative tell them to go
2: so are you making oh, thanksgiving right. this year
0: i am but i am only cooking for my fiance and my stepdaughter and that's it so
2: where, where where's where's my invite i'll come over i appreciate <laughs> all of that but <laughs> Yeah. If you
4: wanted to invite people over, what I would do if it was my situation is I'd be like, right, here's a list of food that needs to be done. You bring the turkey, you bring the roast veggies or whatever it is you Americans eat on these set days because that way everybody's putting in the same effort. And then maybe they'll accept the fact that they need to give you more appreciation for what you did because this time they've had to get involved and put in the effort as well. Oh, yeah. Or you could just be like, yeah, you should bring those
3: vegetables. Those like vegetables.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Those
3: vegetables. <laughs> <Bring Right? veggies. laughs>
0: yeah, I mean. Bring the
3: Brussels sprouts.
0: I don't know. I feel like um, for me, and again, I want to get you guys' opinion on it. I feel like for me, the holidays, as I've gotten older, have sort of lost their luster. I don't find myself getting excited for them anymore. Uh, To me, they're just another day. Um, And I hate being that way, but I feel like certain situations and financial situations and things like that have, you know, forced me to grow up to a point to where it's like, okay, I understand the significance. I understand the meaning behind it, but I, I don't care. I have to I have to look out for what's in front of my face right now instead of getting into, you know, party mode, happy mode, family mode, because things have been, quite frankly, they've
3: been rough. It, it, it goes to where, like, when you're a kid, you don't really look at the financial part. You're just like, ooh, Christmas presents. But the older you get, you're like, oh, shit, that actually does cost money. And where am I going to get the money? So that's how it kind of loses the luster, you know? And I only look forward to uh, Halloween. That's about the only holiday I look forward to because you don't have to spend a lot of money. And where I live, we don't get a lot of people to asking for candy. So I just take my kids out to the movies or whatever, and call it good. Beans, what do you think, <laughs> bro? Honestly,
1: where to start with Christmas stuff? Like, I'm—I hate to be the boomer here right now, but I won't go into details. But I've not had a decent Christmas. Straight up, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Uh, I, have a, I had a tough childhood. You know, a lot of shit happened and that. But I've never had an actual Christmas where I'm sitting around with family and enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? But, like, if I had to put it from my perspective about Christmas, you know, it's not all about, you know, getting. It's not all about giving. It's just, it would, it's going to sound really depressing, but just hear me out. It would be nice to actually sit around with family and just appreciate each other's company, you know? Like gifts, and I'm not bothered by it. Like I, I ain't bothered by gifts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But all I see as it'd be nice to sit around a table with family, just have a chat and things like that. But I, I've not really had a decent Christmas in life. But that's just
3: what it is. Just being real. That's all it is. Oh, it's it's we fine. can we can do it on Discord. We'll do it on Christmas.
4: <laughs> Are we coming to me now because I'm really excited for this question.
0: And whoever wants to go.
4: Woohoo! Okay, so I love Christmas. Um, I'm a big child when it comes to Christmas because I feel like being like I had a really shit childhood when it came to Christmas, but I went the opposite way. I think because like I didn't get to drunk no younger, I'm such a child now in my older years, so I do get really excited. I mean, even now I'm sending at the Christmas presents like I really want to give them to the kids right now. So it, I gotta fight myself for the next like couple of months. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it, the lights, the songs, like you can guarantee as soon as it's the first of December, those Christmas songs are gonna be on and I'm gonna be dancing like a ninny around my living room while I put my Christmas tree up. It, it, it's just gonna happen and you guys are gonna be witnesses cause I will be broadcasting the whole thing. So if you wanna come party with me, you can.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Brandy, what about you?
2: I guess for me, like as the adult now, I wouldn't say like, I hate the holidays. But I would definitely agree with the whole it's another day. But when it comes to my kids, the the emotions that those girls give me just lights up my life. Like, it makes the holidays for me. Like, okay, hold on. My younger one, Alexandria, five going on six, her attitude, I could tweak that a smidge bit and <laughs> it'd be a little easier. Other than that, but like, the excitement they get for the holidays is what makes the holidays for me. Like, what Shadow was saying about the Christmas tree, like, for me, it's It's a pain in the fucking ass to put up a Christmas tree for those girls to decorate it and to have the memories there. That's what I appreciate there. So, I mean, as an adult, I can see in a sense where it's like, it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time. And it's not the same as when I was a kid where I'm like, oh my God, let's go get all the candy. But even now, like when I take the girls trick-or-treating they're the ones over here. Like, can we go to this house too? What about this one? I'm like, okay, go. Let, let's go. Enjoy it. And, you know, they want to spend all that time and be kids. So I enjoy it for them. But Halloween is the best holiday. I will fight anyone on it. But Christmas is a second second uh, behind it for family-wise.
0: So, as I said before we started here, um, now we're, we're not going to get into this right away. But we are going to do a section of the show that is called Hot Takes where I'm going to allow my guests to give their certain hot takes. Here's my hot take, just for now. Again, we're not gonna get straight into it, but my hot take is, is that Halloween, it meant so much more to me when I was a kid. I, I looked forward to dressing up. I looked forward to scaring other kids. I looked forward to sackfuls of candy. That was that was it in a nutshell i I couldn't wait for it now that I get older and i I've put money out on candy, and i'm waiting I'm waiting for the kids to come by. I'm waiting to have fun again the way I did as a kid, and the fact that it just seems like parents don't value you know taking their kids out anymore and letting them experience these sort of things to where you're, you're left with bags full of candy that, yeah, okay. their bags full of candy, but that's, that's money sitting there. That's money that could have been spent on anything else, you know? And then you got to sit there and you got to stare at that and go, well, I could be a super fat and eat all that shit myself, <laughs> or I have to find some way to get rid of this now. So my hot take is, is that Halloween is purely for the kids. My favorite Holloway is St. Patrick's Day because that's a day where I can make my food. I can get drunk. Not like I need a holiday to do that, but, uh, and I can, you know, I can listen to some chill music. Um, and it, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's another day that's kind of, roped into something else it doesn't feel like it's an entire occasion you know what i'm saying
3: i get what you're saying like for to me halloween is more about the movies and like the haunted houses for adults sure kids is more of the dressing up the candy like i take my kids every year we got a football field that's it literally takes you almost an hour and a half to get through the whole thing and they'll have plenty of candy like we don't have to go everywhere but For me, Halloween now is the movies, you know, Halloween Town, you know, Beetlejuice, all those kind of like old school Halloween movies that that's for me, that that's, that's dad, you know, Yeah. kids can have the candy and the dressing up, you know, I dress up at conventions, I don't have to dress up on Halloween. But I I can see what you're saying, like, the older you get the different uh, levels of Halloween or Christmas or whatever. That's how it kind of progresses for people, I guess. For
0: me, as it you know, sure. I mean, you know, uh, it's like I said. I don't, I don't want to be a Scrooge or anything like that, and I don't want to take away the true meaning of what it's supposed to be about. Um, because I'll put it to you, I'll put it to you this way, guys, and maybe some of you guys can relate to this. The grandmothers. It for for me, it was the grandmothers that were the glue for the families, and when my grandmothers passed away that Christmas spirit died with them. There wasn't the big family gatherings, there wasn't the big family dinners. Everybody just kind of went their own separate ways. And that that, that feeling of Christmas, that feeling of being together, it kind of just faded. And as a man now, uh, that's why to me it feels like just another day.
3: I can see that, like my mom's that now you know my grandma yesterday was her 93rd birthday but she passed away and now it's my mom you know with, my mom tries to get everything to going i could care less on some of this stuff but you know she's like we gotta do this we gotta get the kids we gotta you know she plans it all and if she ever passed away then i i could see it happening that way and i probably wouldn't let the tradition die but i can see what you're saying like it, that's my mom <laughs> wholeheartedly right Right. So
0: let's pick up the mood here a little bit. I don't want to get down on everybody here. So it's Halloween. You know, we're, we're right around the corner from it. What movies are you guys putting on? What is your, what's your Halloween go-to's?
3: Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice. I love that movie. Or Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Although I'm not big on horror movies.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. really not.
3: Okay. I
0: I I want to touch back on that. I
3: can't.
0: I, 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 I want to touch back what? on that, but first I want to get everybody's opinion. Brandy, what's your what's your Halloween go-to's? All of them. <laughs> okay.
2: But I I can literally go like and I'm not even joking. I can go from like Halloween Town to Beetlejuice like the more kids but adulty movies too. Let's go watch some slasher horror movies, jump scenes. I literally just watched a horror movie on Amazon Prime called Cobwebs. It was a good movie. Nice. Good movie. So, I mean, like, I, I'm honestly, like, everywhere. Like, horror movies, Halloween movies, all the movies. I can watch All of the Chipmunks, Where's the, with the Werewolf. Love that movie. <laughs> like, all of them.
0: Okay. All right. Beans, what you got?
1: Uh, do you know what, right? So, originally, I'm just going to go bit on here. My all-time favorite horror movie is 100% Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Texas Chainsaw <laughs> yeah. Texas, but I've grown to love uh-huh. The Terrifier. I think they're fucking amazing movies, both of them. Fucking brilliant. But like, they would probably be The Terrifier movies again.
0: Okay, all right. Shadow.
4: Shadow. Yo, sorry, oh, I was yeah. boiling the panel,
0: right. muted. You're good. <laughs> Halloween movies, (laughs) what's your go-tos, love?
4: See, I don't really watch Halloween movies for Halloween. Halloween's more spiritual for me than it is like the movies and the candy and the dress up and everything like that. Okay. To me, it's like a day to remember like the people in our family that's passed away. A bit like the living dead day or whatever they call it. Color color. That one. Yeah, so that's what Halloween is for me. March, so, like, nice. I'll spend the day with, like, my families, like, reminiscing about people that we loved and lost, and we concentrate on that kind of stuff. We eat good food. It, it's like, an, it's like another Christmas, but without Santa, if you know what I mean. Sure. So,
2: yeah, Sandy good food,
4: good, company. We'll, we'll all sit and we'll talk about their relatives, say a little prayer for them, kind of, and it, it's just how we are. But if I was to pick a movie, it would definitely be Tim Burton. Who doesn't love Tim Burton?
2: Nice.
4: I mean, he's got my Johnny Depp dude all up in his anus. So, like, yeah, Tim Burton <laughs> on the way.
3: Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Sleepy Hollow. All
0: right. So, the reason I said that we would touch back on it is because I have to agree with Pete. I'm not really into horror as much as I used to be. And the reason that I'm not into horror... The the reason being is because everything nowadays, it seems like it's rinse and repeat and it's, it's boring. Everything nowadays is, oh my gosh, this kid is demonically possessed. Oh, we got to call the ghost hunter to get it out of the, it, it's, it's stupid. I don't like it. It's, it's too overdone. It's too overplayed. Once they started doing the whole paranormal Activity movies, it feels like everybody was like, oh, let's do that over and over. I am a big fan of the slasher films. Give me Jason, give me Michael, give me Scream, give me Freddy, I will watch those all day with you. What, what, who else, who? Hellraiser, no, Chucky, Chucky sucks. Chucky sucks, that's another hot take uh chucky sucks leprechaun's great but leprechaun now now hold on a second leprechaun is great because leprechaun is hilarious not because he's he's scary
2: the first one the first one gave you more of a scary edge after that it went into the funny aspect i'll give credit to that
0: i have i have always laughed at leprechaun i always thought leprechaun was hilarious just like okay so freddy versus jason right Two huge horror icons. Didn't think that movie was scary at all. I laughed mm-hmm. the entire time because of Robert England.
4: Dude,
2: how much have you yeah. drunk today? A lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Finished off a bottle of whiskey, have, but that's neither here nor there.
3: <laughs> I have. I, I have to agree with that one because I'm huge on like monster movies. You know, the werewolves, the vampires, Godzilla, Kong, like all that. Yeah. Mine was Predator versus Aliens. Okay, that one was a disappointment for me too. Okay, just like Freddy versus Jason. Like I don't like those. The only ones that I believe that did it right was Godzilla versus Kong. That's that's my hot take on that part. Ooh.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that one. In fact, I tried to watch. I tried to watch the new one twice. Fell really? asleep both times. <laughs> couldn't couldn't get into it but see okay okay drunk. so so another reason why i say that every horror movie today is boring let me ask you guys this if you guys are fans of monster movies name me the last time you saw a good vampire movie name me the last time you saw a good werewolf movie name me the last time you saw a good zombie movie
4: queen of the damned okay the last that- one but that's years old. We can, yeah, we, can we,
0: we, uh, we can fuck with the Lost Boys, but I but I mean recently the Lost Boy a hey, Lost Boys is a total fucking classic. I will watch you... I will watch the Lost Boys with you all day <laughs> and twice on Sunday. But
2: okay, but you said what did I watch recently? No, no, vampire...
0: no, no, no. I said I said name me name me out of those categories: uh, vampire, werewolf, or zombie that you have seen rec- that has been made recently.
4: No, nah, because all the oldies and all, right. all the new stuff is just crap and predictable that, that's, and boring.
0: That's how I feel about horror yeah. movies. I feel like it's all crap, it's all predictable, and it's boring. Yeah.
2: I, if Go you're ahead. talking about the newer horror movies, they do have some that are actually, like, better than you would think. But I get where you're coming from. Like, as for, like, vampire, werewolf, or zombies, honestly, like, I can't actually think on the top of my head of any newer ones they've made with any of those they and you're not wrong with the whole paranormal because a lot of the newer ones are paranormal Mm -hmm. Uh But to be fair some of these newer movies they really are good like prime example lights out yeah that was a good scary movie it's more recent the conjuring films those were good
0: right right Um,
2: well well
0: I, i i can i can mess with the conjuring because there is that that real element to it Outside of that, it's still another paranormal movie.
2: Correct. I was just saying, like, I'm gonna agree with you on how they're making a lot of these new horror movies. Like, I'm agreeing with that aspect. Sure. But I'm still be fair and be like, there are some good ones out there that are still new, that aren't actually like, oh, this is what you guys are doing with funny <laughs> now. That's what I was trying to say. Like, I agree with that, because it's not like it used to be. Like, where's... Like, even... Alright, this is my... Hot take mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob Zombies Halloween. Okay. I hate them. I okay. despise them I think that they are. They completely butchered him as a killer. And that's just my honest opinion. That's not how Michael Myers is or ever has been. So that's my hot take. I didn't like the remakes. Okay. But like I would love to see some of them actually like not remake the classic killers but remake, make a whole new killer, but a slasher version. I would love that for you to have a series again. That's what they're not grasping. They're sitting here trying to remake all these classic movies instead of just the original, create a killer, make a series out of it.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I absolutely loved about guys. Like, um, so my favorite, all time favorite horror actor or, or stunt actor, or whatever, is Kane Hodder um, absolute best Jason to ever play the character. Um, but then he went on to do, uh, the hatchet series, which the hatchet series had some really, really brutal fucking kills. And it was a completely different monster esque type, you know, Hawking brooding character. Um, he also went on to do, uh, I think he did a film called, um, uh oh god what was it route 13 or whatever and it was it was something it was something like that where you know people took the wrong exit ended up in his you know little log cabin shit he fucked him up killed him type thing um and then of course he also was cast to do uh ed gein so i mean Again, it's, it's different, you know, different killers, different styles of, of horror that are getting their shine. That is the stuff that I like. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm really over the whole rinse and repeat. You know, we moved in. Oh my God, this house has a history. We have to get out of here before we all die type shit. It's fucking boring and I can't stand it.
3: That's why, I like stuff like Scooby Doo, Alvin the Chipmunks, <laughs> uh, who else does it? Like Abbott Costello, like all those stuff that they're, they're timeless because it's it's original. Uh huh. You know, and you can go back and watch it, even though you've seen it a thousand times. Like I could watch Scooby Doo all day long, Zombie Island, uh, the Alien one, all those old school Scooby Doo. I could watch that all fucking day and not get bored.
0: Well, it's also because you're but- twelve.
3: Yeah, I mean that too. Right, that too. But that, I, you, you asked about the werewolf, and I was trying to remember this Disney, uh Marvel just had a movie last year came out with the werewolf.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
3: really good, and I can't remember the name of it.
0: They did, they but it did. was
3: actually really, really good.
0: Yeah, um like that
3: one. That, that was about the re- recent that I can think of. Okay, I can't yeah. remember the name of it so
0: so let me let me ask you guys this question then this is something this is a question for all of you i want everybody to respond we'll go down the line we'll have beans go first you guys are in the director's chair what kind of horror movie are you making go
1: oh please come back to me <laughs> let me oh. have a think about this because not i will where you put me on the spot i'll make it so predictable that like, nah fuck off so please just come back to me let me have a good think about this or, or if everyone else needs a moment just change it and we'll all come back to that
2: <laughs>
1: Brandy go
2: okay so hear me out go for it it's not technical technically but with the whole like uh, Freddie and Jason aspect legit tell me how it wouldn't be better if it was Michael Myers versus Jason or Chucky versus Leprechaun like if <laughs> If you took... (laughs) Stop it. I'm trying to be serious here. I
0: I believe you. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh Because if you think about it, we're going to go back to Michael and Jason where I can be a little more serious than Chucky and Leprechaun. Sure. But if you think about it, Jason, the whole point of Jason killing people is is because he died as a child because of sex, drugs, not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Michael Myers, on the other hand, his whole point was he was killing his family or anyone who got in the way. Right. So the way... tie them together is a family member of Michael Myers went to go to Camp Crystal to be um uh, a, counselor? a counselor. Jesus malarkey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh Boom. Then you'd get them together because, like, the way they're both set up, you can't tell me that that wouldn't be a freaking badass fight between Michael and Jason. Like, mask, mask, machete kitchen knife yes <laughs> i've had this envision in my head for years but i can never actually like pursue it or like if we're talking chucky and leprechaun back to the mini guys we gotta include the small guys again chucky's greedy He he likes stuff so andy takes a golden coin because he's a kid he thinks it's cool chucky's involved leprechaun wants his gold coin now we have Leprechaun with magical powers and we got Chucky as a dog. That would be kind of amusing in a sense to watch Chucky get whipped around a little bit as a doll with Leprechaun's magical power. Okay,
0: so here's, here's my thing on that, and stick with me here. So the only reason why I would say that a, a movie between Jason and Michael wouldn't work is because neither character talk. So you would have to rely on your supporting cast to do a lot of heavy lifting. So if if you can get people that can lift these characters. Now, the thing that I always liked about Jason and why Jason is absolutely one of my favorite slashers, period, is because he could convey everything he would try to say with just his body movements. He he that's why I love Kane Hodder so much. Kane was able to cut a look or the way that he would breathe, where he would flex his shoulders and breathe real heavy. Michael, on the other hand, again, another character that isn't expressive outside of the way he moved his body, the way he cut a look at somebody. So I, I agree with you. It would be fantastic to see these two fucking behemoths just go the fuck at it and I would be totally down to watch it as long as the casting was good but then again like I said with neither one of them being able to express themselves the way that Robert England was as Freddy I think it would you would really have to rely on a really good supporting cast
2: I mean I agree with that to a certain extent because like you were saying with body language they both were very if For anybody who actually watches the movies and you know these killers Mm -hmm. and you were to watch this movie, you would understand what they're doing or what they're saying by their body language and the way they're doing it. Anybody who doesn't know anything about it, you're correct. They're probably going to sit here and go, you just got two weird guys in a costume looking at each other. I don't understand. Sure, (laughs) sure, sure. (laughs) So I get get 40 roles, but at the end of the day, in my mind, I still think it would be a phenomenal movie if you you're right. If we had the right cast and even the right actors for Michael and Jason, because you you can't just pick a a tall person to put a suit on and expect them to be able to portray the type of killers that those two really are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't
2: care. That'll be my forever dream movie.
0: That's that's fair. That's why it's your opinion. Pete, what do you got brother?
3: Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I want a really good horror, like alien movie. You know that we haven't had one of those since the thing. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of how I could spin this my way. If I was director, I would want to do something like an alien species. Okay. They bring down like a disease to earth and they take it to like Russia and they infect the russians they become like a zombie type thing but they're like human but they're super powered like strength and all that stuff okay and i'm trying to figure out how to do time travel because time travel is not something that's been in horror movies (laughs) i'm trying to do a whole thing with this right right (laughs) yeah yeah I'm trying to spin this. I want so, I want to be original. Also.
0: Super alien zombie time travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I'm with <laughs> like, it. Like Termin- you. Termin- like you know, like like Terminator. yeah,
0: huh? So like Terminator with aliens.
3: Yeah. Okay. Know, in a way. okay. Right. Yeah, but you could have like somebody come to like let's say they time travel back to America or somewhere, and they're like, "Hey, aliens, super Russians, we got to fight them because there's no cure." <laughs> Because it's, it's alien, you know, and you, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. You put me on the spot here. <laughs> I haven't took my ADHD meds, so I'm everywhere right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Super Russian alien soldiers versus America. Wonderful. <laughs> there we go.
2: <laughs> oh, alien fight. <laughs> Ooh, super yeah, Russian
0: boom. alien spies! Dong,
3: <laughs> dong. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: can't forget with time
3: that. travel. Yeah, <laughs> big thing. Ar-
2: Arnold,
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up at the end and saves the day. Got boom. it. Got it. The expendables. <laughs> <all>. The expendable <laughs> save the day.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I've got mine now.
0: Okay, what you got? Fireworks. I have
4: I was supposed to be next in line. Go on. Go for
2: it.
1: No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's not right.
0: <laughs> not no, not, not right. right. So
2: there's already a film.
0: It's fine. Out of there's Points.
2: already. A film out of <laughs> beans is talking.
1: Go beans. There's beans. already. So there's already a film out of this, right? Oh, but God. I heard nothing about it ever. I'm not sure. Use it. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm going to explain it and hopefully someone can help me out along the way. So there was this film that was made about a video game. And if you died in the video game, this woman would hunt you down and kill you in real life.
0: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't okay. think
1: what it's called, but I would love a sequel of that, because I found that movie very fucking entertaining and really good. Well, no, like,
0: so so this isn't a movie that's already out. It, it...
1: No, I know, I know that, but I would, all right, fine, i will make, like, a similar one where, like, if you die in the video game, you die in real life.
4: <laughs> was it really, <laughs> really worth you for first?
1: Yes, it was worth it. <laughs> shut up ready
0: ready player one (laughs) the xbox live chat killer
3: (laughs) that would be amazing
0: (laughs) what you say about my mom
1: (laughs) (laughs) and the other one i would suggest which hasn't actually been done shut up it's about it's obviously call of duty right Zombies. Oh okay. Now, listen, characters actually have storylines that haven't actually been spoke about a lot or made a movie of or cutscenes about their lives. So I'd like to see, you know, obviously it's your standard zombie shit, but obviously there are stories about the characters you play in zombies. So I'd like to see movies about them and how they ended up where they are. But there is things about okay. it, but there ain't nothing been made.
3: Okay. powered Russian zombies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God
0: what i said from 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 mars
3: (laughs) mars yeah
4: yeah
0: Yeah, they're aliens (laughs) all right shadow your
4: turn oh Oh, god thank you oh shut up mr copycat right for me Uh for me i think i would have to make a horror film which has the main character as a female like I I know this like oh typical female saying that kind of thing. But if you think about some of the greatest horror movies in all time, does any ever come to your head where the killer and the one that everyone screwed up is a female?
3: Buffy.
4: Uh,
0: the, the the only one that really Alien. Com- the Jesus. The only one that really comes <laughs> the only one that really comes to mind would be like Carrie
4: exactly right so i think i would want to make a character that's a strong character who everyone's terrified and she's not gonna fall on her ass as soon as she gets kicked in the stomach because that seems to happen in every single movie a bitch takes her to the stomach and she's on the floor and she's getting her face smashed in okay so i want to go with like a strong female lead like you have harley quinn everyone loves harley quinn yeah i know it's not horror but i'd want to make something that everybody would be able to remember so when they're talking about like Freddie and all those other kind of things like she would come to their mind as well to be like yeah you remember that brilliant film y- you know what i mean
0: okay so how would this how would this female character be- become how she is like what what would she have gone through what has happened to her how does she get to be this 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 killer woman that she is
4: This is going to sound like total typical, I know, but I'd want to make a character that quite a lot of people could relate to, men and female alike, because there are abusive relationships out there where men are victims just as much as females, so I'd want to base it around her having this relationship to the point where she snaps. And then she would just like become a complete badass murderer own partner. And then she would start like hunting down men that she knows are abusive, you know, and just like scare them, taunt them, make them know what it feels like to be afraid and a victim and on the other end and then watch the life slowly disappear from their eyes while she's got a big smile on her face and she's giggling, holding their testicles in her palm of her hand, you know? Yeah. Like it'd be awesome
0: so So,
2: kind of like now dexter kind of yeah
0: i was gonna say to me it almost (laughs) kind of sounds like it almost kind of sounds like what you're describing would be more like of an action thriller which is cool too no i'd
4: totally make it like a horror but like that would be like the baseline but with the horror like she would have a cool costume you know she could get some superpower, mm, like i don't know what but this is just off the top of my head
3: gotcha so like like 20, 30 years from now, there's like a tale of her. Like you don't go her neck of the woods or whatever because she'll kill you or something, you
4: know? But we could even give her like magical powers where she can speak in people's minds and make them think they're going crazy, but she's able to change her voice to the victim of that person. And after they've killed them, like she starts speaking to them in their mind with the voice and taunts them first. And then she wears the flesh of the victims on her face like the other guy does. Other
0: phase? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
3: I like it. Thank you. Cool. cool.
0: Cool.
3: That's it. What about you?
0: What about you? Uh, so for me, uh, like I said, I'm a very big fan of <laughs> vampires. I'm a very big fan of werewolves. Now I know that we've had Underworld, right? But if you if you really look at Underworld you still have that like that glitzy vampire thing where there's, you know, they're high class, they're chilling in mansions, stuff like that. I want to see a vampire movie that's fucking raw. I'm talking like almost almost like in a Lost boy style to where there's no glitz, there's no fucking glamour. These vampires are just straight up fucking brutal. Even to the point to where they're pulling, you know, like straight up like bat form, you know, y- you get like vampires that are so far gone that they are complete just monster-sized fucking bats. Um
3: like 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 Dracula from Van Helsing. Yeah, some he transforms,
0: something like that, right? Yeah. And like uh like Victor from uh from Underworld. Mm-hmm. Um you know, again, I want to see one that is just grungy, gritty, brutal. Um again, you, you you know like you have you have your main vampire like godfather type figure who, you know, is completely out to kind of enslave the world like vampire style and it's vampires versus humans type thing. Um I just like I said like again, movies like Twilight and e- even, even fucking we'll, we'll, we'll get away from that one. Cause obviously reasons, but, um, even movies like interview with a vampire. Okay. Interview with a vampire is a fantastic movie. Love that movie to death. But again, you've got, you've got Lestat got like vampires that are, are high class and stuff like, I don't want to see the vi- high class vampire anymore. I want to see a vampire that is just straight up fucking grabs you, picks you up in the air, bites your fucking neck and drops you, you know, type shit. I want to see the vampire. That's just straight up fucking brutal.
1: Blade wasn't bad.
0: I, mm, okay.
1: (laughs) I like the blade movie, blade movies. I'm saying it, but
0: (laughs) that's, Again, your your opinion is your opinion. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I
2: mean they're not they're not horrible. Yeah, right, but I mean right. based based off like if we're talking like legitimate vampire movies, I'm sorry, Blade is not on my list personally. Me neither. They're good. It was a good series. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking like strictly vampires, I'm not going to associate the Blade movies
3: with the vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's no, a I'm superhero with movie.
0: Yeah. It it's it's definitely a, a vampire action thriller. Um, which is, is fine. <clears throat> it's not a bad it, it's not a bad series. Um but again that's that's not what I want to like I want to see the origin story. How the vampire became the vampire. I want to see the the mutation spread like i want to see the bloodlust start to begin i want to see the wings popping out of the body i want to see the full mutation i want to see that vampire go on the fucking killing spree recruiting other vampires that type of thing like that is i want it to be grittier i want it to be grungier and i want it to be more brutal
2: so are you wanting it to be more like just kill 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 or are you wanting it to like
0: no, no. Be, I, I I want it to be I want it to be brutal kills, but I want there to be a story.
2: But do you want them to be able to so, like transform humans into a vampire too? Yes. Okay. So so, so, so obviously like...
0: obviously able to transform and transform back. Mm-hmm. So so what
3: about, about, like... like uh,
0: what... sorry, wait, Who was
3: who, who going? Let Pete go. Go ahead, Pete. Oh, she was asking what it would look like. I was just asking. So you mean like Vlad the Impaler? Like, yeah. So, so like yeah, an it, origin of him.
0: I would. I would love to see something on Vlad Tepish. That would be awesome. But, yeah. like, I feel like if they could take Vlad Tepish and mold it into the fictional vampires that we know of today, because Vlad Tepish mm-hmm. was a real person. Vlad Tepish was yeah. called you know dracula because of of his lust for blood and the way that he brutally killed people but obviously as we know he wasn't a vampire so if they could take yeah. vlad tepish and make him vampire styled like that that would be that would be fantastic you know like to take somebody who's already a brutal figure and to amplify that brutalness like just make it i don't know just something you know what i want something that makes you sort of uncomfortable i want there to be that kill to where you're like oh yeah okay okay (laughs) you know i want that kill to make you squirm a little
3: see yeah see now i feel bad for my pitch (laughs) because i just thought of a better one you you made me think of a better one
0: (laughs) go for it what do you got
3: uh so I'm into like Bigfoot and all that stuff. Big obviously. Big Feats. I got a Mothman right here and I thought about Mothman. Okay. Like there's no real good movie about him. I would love to see a Mothman movie where he was just like killing people. Like, I know it's a little cliche, but like people go and looking for him because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. And he starts killing people and there's like a whole missing persons and it all ends up, they find like Mothman later on and, like that would be something good too. I think that would go like the vampire route. But Shadow asked you what the vampire would look like. You didn't answer.
0: I'm. Sorry, I. I didn't hear. So. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I, I would like. Uh, the the more the more advanced the more infected. Well, not infected, but the more the the. Um vampire has been around been alive stuff like that the more bat like i would want them to look you know they they take on the features and and forms of the bat um to where obviously like you know king fucking vampire and shit like i said i want him to look brutal straight up pointy ears huge fucking wings claws teeth all that shit i want him to look like a badass why a
4: bat
0: though Uh uh-huh
4: why a bat though
0: vampire vampire bat you know kind of fits the theme
4: (laughs) cliche (laughs) yeah
0: but i think if it i think if it were done right what would you have him look like me yes you with the face
4: i don't know because like if you think about a vampire from a scientific views mm. like apparently vampires can't go in sunlight so they don't get all the stuff that they need from the sun which is why they suck human blood because it has all the stuff in it that they can't naturally get from the sunlight sure so if you're thinking about that way they'd still kind of look human right mm,
0: i suppose he's very pale yeah, but,
4: yeah right they, pale.
0: Would, they would be so obviously like i said so the 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 main vampire, I would want him to be like, you know, like a white bat, almost. Like like I said, just huge, hawking, just monster fucking bat. Albino. Yes, right.
4: Can we make him Words. Asian?
0: Make him
3: Asian?
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, oh, God. uh... I I a sure. is, is vampire. I am a vampire. Oh, I'm no, no. a
0: bit a bit of hungry.
3: Oh, oh. oh blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Vampire bats in China.
3: <laughs> oh, I him. Oh, he's the one that made COVID. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the yeah there, you on, now there you, you go. you COVID bat. <laughs> anyway, we go. We okay. got it. Okay. Where's the director, let's go.
0: So, I I want to know if anything at all what scares you?
4: Jellyfish. Deep
3: water and spiders. Deep water and spiders.
0: Spiders I can get down with. <laughs> Fucking hate spiders. Spiders
4: are lovely. Fuck them.
3: They have to die. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I disagree. Burn the house. Yep. All of them. Kill every nope. spider. <laughs>
4: spiders are friends, not squashed.
3: They're friends as long as they're a mile away from me. I hear that. Keep them away from me making they can live. Beans, what are you scared of? I don't actually know.
0: Taxes. Are you scared of your forehead?
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's scared of commitments.
1: Yeah, no, no. Um, probably sharks. Believe it or not, you scared of sharks. I got a reason for it. I was,
0: I I was going to say, have you had many encounters?
1: No, no, no. no, no. So, I guess, I guess, I guess, it's similar to what Pete said, like open water and deep waters and shit, I don't know, it's just the fact of, just imagine swimming one day and next thing you know, you see a fin next year, I'd shit myself. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, I, I don't, I, I'm not, to be honest, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'd do with my encountered. but I know I'd be like, I'm dead, I'm done. look at the size of me, I'm, I'm food, like, <laughs> I'm not getting away from this, I'm food, like, I'm big enough for, like, a good portion, you know? <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. And, like, but I don't know, to- I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I don't know, yeah, it's, it would have to be, It'd probably be sharks, yeah. Don't mind dolphins. Sharks, hell to the fuck no. Just imagine swimming out in the ocean one day. Doing whatever you're doing, you turn around and you see this fucking fin coming towards you. In my head, I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <mumbles> I, give it, I give it a kiss. I
3: give it a kiss. I'm
2: probably... I'm scared of... I'm, sca...
3: I'm
2: scared. Sharks, if they come towards you, you're supposed to not move. It's the movement they're coming for. So, if you're sitting here out in the ocean and you see a fin, just stay still. And they <laughs> won't.
1: <laughs> How
3: you give it a kiss it? on the all lip. Right, all
1: right, hear me out, yeah? So, say, for instance, right, I mm-hmm. want to hear everyone's opinion on this. People who are scared of spiders specifically, right? If you're sitting there, right, and, you know, say, say for argument's sake, it says if you sit still, they'll run away. You ain't sitting still for shit. You're gone. Like you're going from that fucking. Spider, well, I you? mean,
0: so it depends. With me, it's if I don't, if I can see it, I'm okay. If I run into mm-hmm. it or I don't know that know that it's there or it surprises me, that's when I can't fuck with it. Like if I if I know it's there, yeah, then I can be like, all right, motherfucker, you gotta die. But like if I open up the shower curtain or I fucking, you know. Whatever the case may be, if it drops down in front of me or whatever nah, fuck you, bro. Like I'm out. <laughs> Get out
3: of here. Yep. Yeah, that's me.
1: That's the I, couldn't, I know it's... it's I couldn't physically stay still with a shark around I just couldn't do it. <laughs> that... I'll accept my fate and I would die. All right. That's it, because I'm screaming like a bitch and do whatever I fucking care. I'll what... sitting and try to splash the fucking thing, thinking I'd help, you know?
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is what you're supposed to do now, whether you do it or not. Everyone's di- most people react the same way when they see a shark. You're not gonna sit here and be like, "Okay, guys, don't move." Everyone's gonna go, "Fucking swim <laughs> to the shore as fast as your little legs can take you." Like we're we're <sighs> that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. That's what I'm saying. See a spider. What are we supposed to do? Oh, it's fine. He's not gonna come at us. People run. They scream. They run. Whatever. Like everyone reacts to fears and to certain reactions. That's it's normal. I was just saying that's what you're supposed to do.
0: Right. So what Probably about
2: dead. you? What, what, what are you scared of, Brandon? Planes. semi my trucks. And, okay, so when it comes to spiders, I'm fascinated by spiders, but because I'm severely allergic to their venom, I'm petrified of them. And because I have no idea if I'm allergic to bees or not, I'm petrified of them. Because so I've never been stung. But because I have the stupid allergies in life, I have stupid fears sometimes.
0: shadow out. What you scared of?
4: Balloon animals.
2: I <laughs> got you, know, you get you fucker.
0: Are you are you really scared of balloon
4: animals? Yeah, but I have a reason for it.
0: Okay. What's uh, go what's you thing?
4: Okay. Not, not not once, not twice, not three times, but four times the bastards pots and slap me in the eyeball. Jeez. Legit. Great. Right. So they're they're evil. <laughs> don't trust clowns. Not because they're murderers, but because they make evil balloon animals that like to slap you in the eyeball like you're some sort of naughty bastard kid. Mm. It's
1: not nice. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, I'm also
4: terrified of jellyfish.
0: Jellyfish.
1: I knew that.
0: Have you been Have you been stung before? or
4: No, I just don't trust them. They only have a brain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you bounce on the top of them, you won't get stung. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Find a name I
0: reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, no touch to jellyfish.
2: Come <laughs> a little fishy, squishy, wuzzy, wuzzy, wuzzy.
0: He made her leave.
3: <laughs> Holy mm. crap. You oh. terrified her. You terrified her.
0: Care, 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 terrified.
3: terrified. <laughs> <Third>. <laughs> oh man! You spooked me, made me ink.
0: So here's something that can be scary: keeping in contact. Oh staying in touch with people, meeting new people, making new friends. How do you guys think it is that all of us here in this call have been able to keep that friendship going over a long period of time?
1: Sorry, Pete, I'm going to exclude you from this one for just a second. So coming from (laughs) where, sorry, that sounds horrible, but anyway. (laughs) So coming from where we all met, and the shit show that fucking happened over there you know to now like it's a huge difference and like i mean i stopped talking to a lot of people for a very long time i mean me and Brandon didn't talk for years and you know i didn't talk to a lot of people but it's just when you say hello again and get in contact it's like nothing happens it's crazy you know and uh, bro, I, I, like, like it's like um like we always tell me these, these these come up a lot and it's great to hear You know, for people who listening and knows a bit about us and things, you know, like, it's just nice to know that regardless of whatever circumstance, situations that happened, you know, when someone's a real one, because they will, they would like, they would happily talk back to you and chill out and have a conversation and that, you know, like Pete, I've not known Pete for long. I think it's been what, six months, seven months, something like that. I can't remember, to be honest, maybe a year. For you
3: and
1: me? Yeah, about a year, maybe coming up to a year
3: been almost two years no
0: i was gonna say it's definitely it's been a little years. over
3: a year Is it actually yeah
0: it's
1: been oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i apologize but <So> like <laughs> even like, <laughs>
3: it's just a bit me, let, like me, let me leave me the room me, here
1: like me and pete don't talk on a daily basis we'll send like memes and some videos and shit like that but when we chat we have a good old conversation so it's nice to know that you know, even people you've known for years or you don't talk to that much, you know, for well, you'll still have that connection when you talk to them again. You know, so
3: it's nice. Yeah, we got to give everybody our history. Um, like I said, I, I've known Beans the longest out of everybody in this room, and then through Beans, I met Evil, of course. Me and Evil, Beans, we all click because of pro wrestling and all that promo wrestling bullshit. But we, you know, going through that through that little connection we started to find out like me and beans you know we like funny things we like you know sassy and all that stuff me and evil you know we like wrestling we like horror movies we like making fun of people like <laughs> you find those, those, those similarities and then the beautiful thing that is discord you know all their friends at evil and beans new forever come in then you're like oh I guess we're just like a family, and it just kind of felt that way. And then here we are making a podcast spur of the moment. I don't know. I've always been that kind of person. Like, I, liked, I like making friends. I like having friends. You know, um, like when I first found out about Discord and that promo wrestling, some guy was like, hey, you want to join Discord? Sure. And then all of a sudden I became good friends with everybody. And it just kind of through one person. You meet 15 people, and it just kind of grossed and now we all have our connections and things like that but you know i found you know we find our real close friends like me and evil talk on a daily basis me and beans talks a lot um flames and shadow i just met them recently they seemed really cool and we just kind of bonded that way And here we are cool, I had to get a little deep there <laughs> Get a little deep
0: you're good buddy
3: get a little deep.
0: What you got, Brandy?
2: Well, first I want to point out to be that it wasn't years we stopped talking. Now we didn't have proper chats necessarily. It was months, and then we'd be like, How's it going? How you do? Catch up, and then it'd be a few more months. Never years.
1: Alright, yeah. sorry. Fucking it out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm at you with that. Because I was sitting here like, excuse me, the hell kinda of shit are you on, sir? But it's okay. We all we all think differently. Don't you blow your smoke at me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fudger Nichols, I was Fudge. trying not to. Thanks. I was usually mute. Um, but no. So again, nothing personal, Pete. I'll start with Pete because I think he's gonna be the easiest. Recently met him. He seems like a cool cat. Haven't really gotten to like actually get to know him personally yet. I mean this this here podcast helps a lot more of knowing him but we've never had that like let's dig deep and get to know one another as for beans utbk it's so hard to say how to think about it and shadow um i've known you guys for years just years upon years and shadow and i to be 100 percent fair like we were really close then just she we both disappeared I you know, but then I stayed in touch with you and Beans for the while, and then afterwards it was you, uh, D T B K. You get it. It'll so
0: I, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, then disappeared because of reasons that we don't need to get involved in specific human being. Mm. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> um, then I hadn't heard from you for years, but then like again, like Beans was saying, like even though life gets in the way people have their own things going on. People separate for whatever reasons they have, you know, uh, again, being back together, it's like, nothing's really, I mean, so much has changed, but like that friendship, that bond, that connection that we've all had, like, it's never, it's not gone. We still sit here and goof around. We still sit here and act like crazy motherfuckers that we are. I mean, y'all are still a hoot and a holler. And I'm over here just like, wow. I I, I definitely miss this. Like, this was a part of, like, me. And it's like, you don't realize that, how much people can really mean to you until, like, you hit a little part in your life or certain things happen and then you get back in touch with these people. And you're like, I just don't want to lose them. So I can honestly say, like, I'm just, I'm grateful that we're all back together and I would like to not ever lose our friendship. I mean, if life gets in the way or something happens, understandable. But, like, I feel like even if, like, per se, as Bean said, years, we just disappeared and we came back, I think it would still be the same same concept. We'd still all hit it off again and we'd still be the best of friends that we were, like, no time passed. And then catch up like we always do and just continue moving forward. All right, Shadow, you
4: here? I'm here. Sorry about my technical difficulties. I wouldn't be a Shadow without them.
0: <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, so... The question was, um, since we're talking about things that scare people and things like that, uh, one of the things that can scare people, people have trouble with anxiety, meeting new people, making new friends, that sort of thing. Why do you think it is, in your opinion, that the people here have kept these friendships as long as we have? And how do you think we've been able to sustain it for so long?
4: Hmm. Well, honestly, I want I want to be honest with everybody here without anybody getting upset with me. But you all know what I'm like. Like I'll just blurt it me. out anyway because it's me. But like obviously we've known each other for a long, long time. Hmm. Uh, when we all first met, I personally think we was all extremely immature. Oh yeah. I mean we're all not that old, but because we've mm-hmm. known each other for years, we was all pretty young. We was all very immature, and we was all like still learning about ourselves and our lives and making the path for ourselves so i think we had that in connection to begin with so even though we can spend time away and we can all come back like we'll instantly click because we've already seen the worst of each other like we we know what each other have gone through in personal lives mostly we've always been like a text or a phone call where away whether it's like Randy said, a few months, a year, whatever, but we know we can contact each books. We're like, this person's already seen the worst of me. You know, their viewpoint can't get any worse at this point. (laughs) So now a few years later, we've all matured. We've all got our lives. Yeah, we still may have our own individual problems, but they're a lot different from the chaos that we was all a part of a few years ago. So I think just because we've seen each of our bloom grow be assholes like we know that we can all just connect people like so just like oh yeah i remember you i love you but i fucking hate you but i love you you're a dickhead you know so we can just all connect on certain levels which i think is just amazing and we can't have that in my opinion in like a friendship say of someone who lives next door because when you're, this is my opinion, again, when you're online and you're on a camera, you can click X and just leave the conversation. Like, that person's not going to see you in the real world. So you can just, like, disappear or vanish when you don't agree with something. But at the same time, because you're on camera, you can be more open, you can be more honest. And you can say things without knowing if a person's going to get butt hurt because they've seen the worst of you, too. So for me, the friendships I make online are a lot more important than the friendships I make in real life because I know that no matter how many miles away these people are or whatever we've been through or we've been fighting about, we will reconnect again because that's just the way the friendships of online works. But again, that's just in my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I see a lot of nodding. So I'm hoping I haven't pissed anybody off.
0: <laughs> no, because I I mean... I. The way I see it is if you can't be, if you can't be honest with the people that you're close to, if you can't be blunt, if you can't deliver hard truths with having to worry about hurting feelings, then you don't have a real friend because I would rather somebody tell me the truth and be honest with me than lie to me to spare my feelings. And that is the way that I've always been. Um, And I think now, again, you guys can feel free to disagree or whatever. I think maybe in some small aspect that has gained me the respect that I have with each and every one of you, because I am very blunt. I say what I feel. I say what needs to be said, and I don't hold back and I don't feel like I have to either. Um, I very much have a pack mentality. You are my people. Therefore, I'm going to say these things to you because I love you and I care about you. And if I didn't, you can bet everything that you have and more that I would not waste my time. Um, I know that there has been several instances and Beans has told me several times that he has had people message him, telling him that they don't know how to take me, that they are intimidated, that they are upset or that they are angry or whatever the case may be because of how I am. And I am that way because I don't have time to be any other way. It's not, it's not who I am. Um, I You know, I've, I've had, when people come into the discord, it may sound very petty, but this is the way I am. I don't jump out and greet every new person that comes in. Why? Because I don't know what they're here for. I don't know if they're here to cause trouble, to stir shit up, to fuck things up, to ruin things for the people that are here. I don't know if their intentions are pure. I don't know if they're here to sit, watch, wait, report. I don't know what the deal is so i'm not friendly right off the bat um i i'm very much a person who doesn't really do the whole new friends thing but somehow some way these people that are doing this podcast with me now and people that i've met along the way have found a way to and i use (laughs) I use this word lovingly, so don't be upset. They have found a way to weasel their way into my heart. And whether I want you there or not, you are there. So there's really nothing I can do about it at this point. Because I've fucking tried. (laughs) I've tried. (laughs) I've tried to leave you all behind. I've tried to go my separate way. I've tried to... To leave you on different sites or leave you on different social medias because I thought that that's where it needed to stay because I didn't know what the future might hold. But almost nine years later, here we are. Yeah. It's been been nine years, almost. Yeah. So I, you know, I hold, I hold value to the people that I hold value in. Um, and as pretentious as it may sound, and guess what? It might consider yourselves lucky because I don't do it for everybody. Um, and that is the way I have always been. So with all that being said, we're coming up on in almost an hour and 30 minutes. Um, guys, I want to say thank you for being on the show. Again, this was very, very last minute. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, beans, Brandy, Pete, shadow. I love you guys very much. I'm going to give you guys the floor. I'm going to have each one of you go down the line. If there's anything you want to plug, share, let people know where they can follow you at. If they, if you want them to follow you, um, beans we'll start with you floor is yours brother go for it
1: i just want to say a huge i appreciate you for having me on the podcast you know as normal um i'm not going to plug my stuff because that's not what i'm here for i'm here for the fact that you're like family to me so i'm just happy to spend time with you and chill out hang out you know just i'd say get to know you but i know you pretty well by now but yeah man i love you too bro I appreciate you for having me on the podcast
0: for sure brandy go
2: ahead Yeah, I'm seconding Beans. I'm going to copy him. You know, I don't want to be there. Who does that anymore? Um, No, I love you. I appreciate you. Buddy, I was the most awkward in this podcast. (laughs) You (laughs) are (laughs) welcome. I am not ready to hear that, but I will support it with all that I've got. Um, I will try to do better next time if you allow me to come back. You're good. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I do appreciate being on here. It was definitely fun. It was enjoyable. It was very relaxed and chill. Um, we did not get to the the hot.
0: Yeah, that's tap. right. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. But we will next time. That's for sure.
2: Yes. But other than that, yeah, we, we covered everything else. It was phenomenal. I loved it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm going to shut up now.
0: Okay. Pete, <laughs> Pete, go ahead, brother. Fire away. Plug whatever right. you want. <clears throat>
3: I'm only going to plug my podcast because tomorrow, which would be the 24th and the 31st, an episode with you is going to be in there. So go to Cryptid Bros, C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-B-R-O-S, Cryptid Bros, on Spotify and listen to the mellow, how do you say that word, melodic, melodic voice of evil (laughs) because he was singing earlier. Y'all missed him singing. It was pretty, pretty beautiful. Yeah, Um, it was all right it was all right yeah yeah uh i been mean drinking a bit have <laughs> been drinking a bit like you got a little emotional there and i feel like i have to match that energy because i'm very emph- emphatic emphatic empath empath empathetic yes that's the word i'm bad with words it's late it's past my bedtime it's all good bro um yeah like i make a lot of friends i make a lot of friends quote unquote but i don't make a lot of family to quote Vin Diesel, Um, where me, Ryan and Beans come from, it was very hectic Discord servers, very drama filled. And it's it's sad that I know most of them for four or five years and here I only know Ryan and Beans for two and I'm here with these guys every day. So, I mean, I'm very, very grateful for you guys because I only have one friend I hang out with outside of Discord. He was in here earlier but i'm glad i have a space with you guys that i can actually be myself and not be judged uh oklahoma a very judgy place bible belt place so i'm very thankful for you i'm very thankful for the people in this podcast and in this room but yeah um that's it for me cool shadow take us home hun
4: Okay, I'll make this quick before you have a go at me about time. Okay, you're good.
0: You're good. Take your time. Go ahead.
4: uh, Okay, I'm going to call you Evil because that's what I know you as. So, (laughs) Evil Knievel, thank you so much, my darling, for having me on the podcast. Finally, (laughs) after weeks of asking. But anyway, (laughs) Beanie Boo, you're a dickhead. I love you. Flames, I'm so glad we reconnected. You're so beautiful. You'll always be my special picture girl. And then, beep, hi, bro. I just met you. Love this shirt. Awesome. Thank you.
3: Thank
4: Welcome you. to the gang gang, even though you've already been of the gang gang with these two guys. So it was <laughs> nice to finally meet you. And that's all I have to say.
0: Cool. Well, guys, that was another episode of the Be More Talkative podcast. Um, I'm going to try my best to get this episode out by tomorrow. If not, it'll be out by Tuesday at the latest. In a world that's crazy, left, right, and center, why be less when you can be more? Thank you so much to my guests for joining me here tonight. I'll talk to you guys when I talk to you guys. See ya. Bye.